0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we go over investing strategies, books, and philosophies to get you where you want to be in life. Today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic that relates to not only real estate investing, but investing, business, and life in general, and that's negotiation. Negotiation is probably the number one skill that you need to be successful in life in general. You negotiate with your parents, you negotiate with your spouse, you negotiate with your friends, you negotiate with yourself. And today we're gonna to go over a case study of what we did on one of our properties, again, in Sunnyvale, California. So a story about this house was, we first got into contact with these sellers in April. It was from a mailer that we sent out. The sellers actually had their property listed on the MLS, which if you guys don't know, that's just the regular multiple listing service that it's like the usual place where you guys buy and sell houses. So it was not off market. This one was, was on the market, but it was marketed very, very poorly. The sellers reached out to us and said, hey, we had this property in the market for a number of days. We looked at the listing and yeah, we could tell it was terrible. It had pictures taken from a cell phone, maybe from the early 2000s. Very bad lighting, original, no no direct staging, they were still living in there. So you could see their beds, their sheets, their dirty kitchen table. The agent was from out of the area, so about an hour and a half away. He said there will be no open houses. If you wanna see the property, go call the seller directly. And they listed it high. So if you guys don't know strategy, in the Bay Area typically what we do is we actually list our properties low, to create some kind of a frenzy. You know, get people to say, "Oh, look at this good deal," and they would look at your house, and then they would overbid on the property. Well, these guys had different mentality. They thought, "Oh, we're gonna list the high, and people are gonna negotiate us down, and we'll accept maybe like five percent below this like list price, something like that." So they listed it very high. We went in there we looked at the numbers we did our comps and we said we can probably do this deal for 1.8 and be safe but let's try to do better than that and yes that's 1.8 million dollars for a house in Sunnyvale. ridiculous right so we called them you know we kind of threw them a slightly low ball number we said oh um, let's go for 1.7 million dollars and instantly these guys were like no we don't want 1.7 you know, we're going to talk to somebody right now for $1.925. Come on. But somewhere down the line, they lost that $1.925 offer because even the sellers were getting greedy. They rejected it because they wanted $2 million. A few more weeks went by, no one else came to the door. So we followed up with them. We said, all right, what do you guys really want? The agent. The agent said, oh, they're looking for $1.8 now they'll accept 1.8. And we said, oh, it's a good deal. They already undercut themselves by $200,000 just by us asking the question. We said, let's try to do better. At the same time, I was reading this book by Chris Voss, who said that we should be be negotiating, and when we throw out our bids, they should not end in zero. So for example, if you send out a bid for 1.7, Million zeros all around. They'll be like, No, 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 I want 1.8, 1.85. But if you throw them a specific number, they'll be more likely to accept the deal. So we, we knew 1.8 was good for us. And our first one was 1.7, and they they laughed us out of the park. So we said, Okay, we'll be more reasonable this time. I told my buddy, Hey, give them a number that's like really messed up, and they'll be confused. So our, to- our actual bid was 1.757923. So $1,757,923 exact. And they looked at it and they thought, what, what? who bids like this? And they accepted our deal. Yeah, it actually works. So basically we got 42 and some change, $1,000 off our initial ask of 1.8. Then the realtor said, All right, they accepted that deal, looks good. Write up the contract. Immediately told my friend, stop what you're doing. I'm gonna write the contract. So if you you guys don't know what that means, typically when we call sellers and we are working with their agent, a lot of the times that agent will just write the contract for us, representing us, the buyer, and they would get that 2.5% commission. But this out of state agent didn't even think, he didn't think big. So he said, oh yeah, I write the contract. And me having a license said, okay. He basically gave us 2.5% extra. So I wrote the contract. I have almost no experience writing contracts. So I had to figure a lot of that out and going back and forth between <laughs> the listing agent and our, uh, our, our office, quote office. They said, oh, there's so many mistakes. Redo this, Resign this. And yeah, I mean, we did it. We re-signed everything. But basically by getting, by representing ourselves as the buyer's agent, I got an additional 2.5%, which meant an additional $43,948 towards our bottom line just for writing the contract. How ridiculous is that? And we just decided to take that, that money that we would've got as commission and we put it towards our closing costs, which means that we had to put down less down payment when it came to purchasing this property. So if you remember correctly, we usually use hard money loans that has 10% down payment plus some points and plus some other miscellaneous closing costs. So having to not have to put down an extra $43,000 is quite significant. So our total purchase price was about 1.713974, 1.713974, whatever. I used to calculate it to make that number. But basically, we saved $86,000 just from negotiating, just from reading Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference. It's the first time where I can, I can actually point to a book in my bookshelf and say, Yes, this book made me money. In fact, that one book made me more money than my entire bookshelf. <laughs> combined, right, many, many times over, so it pays to read guys. It pays to invest in yourself in your education, how to learn negotiation and make money. honestly, the sellers the sellers should have fired that agent a long time ago, because with the current market, with the proper marketing, with a proper team with proper exposure, they could have definitely sold that property for at least $2 million. But because it didn't, we basically got it for 1.71. And again, that's why I don't sell my own properties and that's why I teamed up with a top agent in the area to list the properties for me. They are happy to do it and I'm happy to pay them for their great service. So I hope you learned a little bit about negotiating real estate investing deals. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Thanks and have a good day.